Hello everyone, welcome to Press Pause, where we take a short break from our actual play show and do something different, something new, something spontaneous. This is Let's Chat, an interview show where we bring in creatives in the TTRPG space to talk about what they do and why they do it. So today we have a very special guest here for you all, Zach Tuttle-Rob. <laughs> Zach is the MC for a Monster Hearts podcast called The Silent Secrets, which is part of the Ghostlight Media Podcast Network. So thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Of course, Kenzie. Hi. Hello, hello. It feels like this has been a long time coming. It has. It has. When you first reached out to me, like I said, I was like, I started listening to your show, and I was like, God. This, this is all really cool. I gotta find some excuse to be like, hi, I w- let's just chat and hang out. So I you messaged me, I was, like, I was like, yes, it happened! <laughs> we don't need an excuse, we just gotta do it. Yeah, we That's just gotta do it. Thing. Here we are. Yeah. Um, so we have to start out talking about the most important thing, the very beginning. How did you get into TTRPGs? Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's the that that's a big question. Um, yeah. All right. So I didn't start until I was, oh goodness, twenty. I'm thirty now, so it's been ten years doing this weird shenanigans that we all love. Um, but I had originally started. Um, you know, I made a bunch of uh, uh, uh of course nerdy friends in college. I, I was a theater student. Uh, um, As was and, I. And, there we. <laughs> we're we're cool kids, aren't we? Yes. Um, but um. At the time, you know, I had made a, a you know a, a, some friends, and they were all in. A, it was only referred to as game. Um, I didn't. I, at that point, I had no experience in things at all. Um, and so I was in this one class we had. It was called Treehouse Troop, and it was like a touring children's theater kind of like program. Our, our theater department did. Um, and I was in there with my friends Griffy. Uh, I, I call them Griffy all the time. My friends Griffin and Brittany, and they were both in game, and they would talk about game constantly and then at one point uh essentially the the group that did game also did two small like local theater groups they did one called lion face and one called beautiful kids independent shakespeare and lion face they did a lot of like locally written stuff and they do a one acts like every year and so one of them um griffin was directing and it was one about dungeons and dragons he was like hey zach i i have specifically like the character who like has never played before and it's like you know like the dm's roommate and is just kind of there and i think you'd be really funny will you come do this this one act i was like sure that'd be great and so i did the one acts people were like zach's really fun you should bring him to game I showed it's up. It's so wild that they called it game. That's it's just such game. like a secretive, mysterious. Well, because at that point, the group it was a huge group, but um, it was at that point like it was all homebrewed stuff. Okay. So like you know, I came into just yeah, like it wasn't D and D at that point. Like we ended up playing five gotcha. eventually, but yeah, it was just homebrewed stuff. So yeah, I walk into an apartment full of you know Shakespeare theatery nerds. Everyone's in costume. I walk in, you know, I knew maybe yeah. three people there previously, um, and everyone's, like, talking in accents, and I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> uh, that is, like, a very intense scene to walk in on. Uh, well, yeah, no, uh, it, it, specifically, my friend, uh, you know, I uh, you know, only met them a couple times, a friend ML, and they're sitting there, like, you know, shirtless aside from this, like, furred vest on, and they're talking, like, this deep Scottish accent, and I'm like... Did I happen upon Larkin? Actually, yeah. Well, it's it was always the type of group where, like, you know, like, uh, you know, 
I came in, I think there was maybe 12 players and two GMs. So, like, it was a huge thing. And it was all in this small, like, two-bedroom apartment. Uh, And it was the type of thing where, like, you know, we'd all be clustered in the living room. But then it would be, like, awesome. So I need, like, these two characters to be out here. You know, the kitchen, the dining room, like, the bedrooms are open. And so the rest of us would go out and just talk in character for, like, you know, 30, 45 minutes without, like, any direction. Wow. And so, like, it was just this weird, super intense improv That's exercise. Like fully immersive D&D. It, it, was, yeah. it was wild. Uh, and so, like, that was my first experience. Uh, and so, yeah, the uh, the years ticked on of, you know, playing with that group. And then, um, you know, I was about to graduate. I, Me and my friends got really into the Adventure Zone, I think, like mm-hmm. a lot of people did. And we're like, yeah, we could do this too, right? <laughs> right uh it's not <laughs> at all what we all think yeah, i didn't i didn't start with adventure zone i've i've listened to a couple of their episodes yeah. um but it is you see somebody do and you go wait a second i could do that i could do that let's do yeah, it yeah it's it's <laughs> not at all a saturated space or anything <laughs> not at all and so yeah i threw a hand there and then yeah it was that was 2017 so yeah you know six years later and still wow. making ttrpg shit for i the, mean that's awesome that's yeah, kind of like doing what you know, we somehow made our hobby. I can't. You know, you can't say a career, but you made- I mean, but a, a fun, a, a a form of art. Like I'm, I can't draw. Uh, yeah. I, 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 when it comes to writing, I call myself more of a storyteller than a writer. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, like my, like my wife writes novels. I I cannot do that. But yeah. like, I can like run a game and like kind of tell a story. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So how did you find your way then? Because you obviously went into that group as a player. How did you find your way into, like, running games? Um, The first time I ran, it was actually a really interesting thing. So, like, you know, that, like, I'd played with that group for a while and then, you know, for, like, a year or two. And then I ended up meeting, uh, like, meeting my wife. And then also, like, there was a, a small, like, sort of splinter group from, like, the, that main game group that, like, we hung out, like, all the time. Um, just kind of all throughout the week, you know, they lived upstairs from us. And so it was, okay. you know, that kind of situation yeah. of like, let's go up there, let's go up to Griffin and Austin's place. Um, and like Griffin hadn't ran yet and he tried running a thing for us for a little bit. Um, and then we had like a weird idea cause like all of us had never tried it and we kind of wanted to dip our toes in. And so like we sat like in like my dining room one night and we all tried to like devise like a sort of a setting where we could all like switch in and out running. And mm-hmm. so we came up with this campaign idea of like, you know, everyone sort of doesn't like, you know, their memories kind of been wiped. They're in this weird space, but they kind of jump into all these smaller kind of like different. So like you could change your genre. Anyone could really run anything. And we just kind of did like a real you know, revolving door of everyone kind of took turns like running a game or two. That sounds um, kind of cool. So it was, was recently talking to me about Discworld. And it weirdly sounds kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I I I haven't heard yeah. too much about Discord, but yeah, like we called it Hub. Um, and um, oh god, I can't remember the the uh, uh network that did it. My wife actually turned it into like an audio drama, like oh, a scripted awesome. thing that uh, I forget the the uh, 
production company that did it, but they did like a scripted version of it. But no, it was really cool. It was just like, you know, like I ran like a weird like underwater world game. My wife ran a couple that were just based off like folklore, like in our world. And we did like some, you know, uh, some, uh, our friend Jeffrey wrote uh, a whole like phantom toll booth, like game for us to play through. So like, yeah, it was just a chance for all of us to kind of dip our toe into that realm. And then I just kind of was like, all right, maybe I can try like a three shot and then like, you know, maybe like a small campaign and then. Yeah, just kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like all right. I'll 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 aim a little farther every time <laughs> since then. Yeah. So you said that you en- ended up playing D anD D five E, but obviously you are also playing Monster Arts. Do you have like a preference of types of games you like to play? Yeah. Well, I th- they provide very different vibes. Like, yeah. Like I've found that I've recently moved into just anything that's like not as structured as D anD D is, like not as mechanic heavy. Um, more narrative focused yeah. stuff so i didn't know if that was a well similar. i mean yeah i have um i mean just with uh, 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 by the grace of the group that i started playing with even when we were playing like D 5e we still kept that very immersive like we're gonna go chat in this back room for you know 30 minutes like and mm-hmm. not like without any roles just kind of have some cool moments together so everything we've done's always been very narrative focused and so that's kind of the the uh, vibe i've always tried to carry even when i'm not playing with that group necessarily um I love 5e. I like to think that, you know, when well, I, I very much got that type of brain of, like, when I, like, n- like really like something, like, I like it, it, I suck it all in. So, like, I'm, yeah. yeah, I very much got that, like, Mercer brain of I can rattle pretty much any rule or whatever off. So, like, the, the part of me always loves 5e. I haven't played 5e in a very long time at this point. Um, but, no, there's something about Monster Hearts that I find much more cathartic in a way. Like you, I I feel like I can connect with my characters in Monster Hearts more than I could with like my fantasy oriented characters when playing D anD D or whatever other fantasy game. Um, I wonder if that is being like present now adjacent in a sense. Mm-hmm. Monster Hearts more than like fantasy, you are putting yourself into a space that. If you're doing more of like medieval fantasy, yeah. you don't know what it was like to live exactly. then. You can pretend and do that, but like l- being able to, and of course, those stories still allow for, you know, interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. and moments that do affect us and are close to us. But when you're in an actual setting that is more familiar, I feel like that allows you to connect a little bit. Well, closer. yeah, and you know, especially like you know, games like Monster Hearts, there's such this emphasis on like I mean, like you're exploring like that monstrous side of you, but like also what it means to like be just like, you know, a teenager growing up in like modern day America. And so like, you know, we we've yeah, like kind of like what you're saying, like we've all experienced that mm-hmm. in some way. Um and so, like, being able to, I guess, like, experiment with different, like, the different points of view that I didn't have when I was that age, I don't, it's, it's, I don't know, there's something about it. It's just, it hits so much different it's than It's also, I, I think, draws, like, people who are not in their teens anymore back to it, because we all were like, okay, well, what if we'd gone through our teens with, like, a little more control over the situation? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, and it's it, it allows you to, uh, I mean, uh, uh, kind of uh, explore like, like I know when I was a teen boy, like there was, I I had some uh, iffy sort of points of view on probably everything, yeah. And so experiencing those moments, but like with who you are today, like like, like in the background, like. 
don't know. It's odd, and it's just Mm -hmm. kind of really fun to experiment with. Was was your uh, kind of progress into making the show... Like you had already had a group to play Monster Hearts with, or did you? Were you like, I want to make a show. Let me find some people who want to play this game. Yeah. Well. Um. So yeah, my show uh, was the first uh, time I get. Well, not not the first, but the first sort of longer form thing that we'd gotten people from outside. So uh, Ghostlight Media is essentially that yeah, same no, group of yeah. people that I I started playing with. You know, all from you know we all you know met at Bowling Green State University, like. The same sort of, uh, but the thing was, is, uh, you know, all Northwestern Ohio, um, the group, very white, like, you know, uh, very white, yeah. like, like a lot of queer folks in that group, but like, we're all uh, very, very white. And so we started making all this podcast content. And it was very fun to get to work with people, especially after I moved away and still being to stay con- in, uh, in contact with, you know, the people that I love and the people that I want to talk to, but also like we're making content for like the world today and the world today doesn't look like the group of us for the most part. Um, and yeah. so, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, we'd been playing monster hearts for a while and I was like, I want to, to start a, uh, you know, a monster hearts podcast at that point. I, like I could only find like when I wanted to do it, I could only find like one other, like, m- like monster hearts, like full podcast aside from like the critical role one shot, mm-hmm. which is what got me into it. Um, yeah. Oh, I saw that too. That was the first time I ever yeah. heard about monster hearts was that, yeah, no, I I was obsessed the moment I saw mm-hmm. that. People, I would not shut up. Everyone got very frustrated <laughs> with me. But um, but I you know, uh, uh, I was um, the show that kind of started Ghostlight Media was a five E podcast called Another Path, and that was you know, four white men. Um, and so like for you, know, we'd brought guests on. I, I was doing my best to be like, hi, we need to get some people that aren't four white guys in this thing. Um, and so I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna make a show, find some people that don't look like me, and just and make a cool show and so i mean luckily like obviously i was like i like working with my wife very much Mm -hmm. so she's gonna be involved in this our friend mariah um who hadn't like really played a lot of anything but is a really good actor and just a you know she's got she's got good vibes uh and then nicole's also um really big in like the voice acting community on twitter and stuff so she was like hi we're looking for you know some people that are interested in being in a monster hearts thing and we found we found marcus and freddie from that uh marcus i think had done like some like online like acting workshops that my wife had done and so like she was like marcus they're awesome we gotta get them and then (laughs) they need to be in our show (laughs) and then like you know a a, a, a bunch of people had responded to our post so we saw freddie we're like all right voice actor played a bunch of uh, ttrpgs monster hearts one of them incredible and yeah no i i i lucked out and found just the perfect people for it and um yeah no we're oh god that was we're about november is our is two years of doing that show now well that it's been out in the world it's been a little longer it's exciting but no yeah it's uh it's great you know i uh couldn't ask for a better group of people that just uh make me want to uh, applaud and pull my hair out at the same time (laughs) Yeah, so, um, oh man, it, I, my train of thought just left my brain. No worries. Um, wow, that's crazy that that happens sometimes. Yeah, um, it happens it was, when I'm running constantly. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those moments, like, I don't know if you also experience it, like, when you're running and your brain's going, like, so, so fast, and then suddenly, like, the train just derails, and you're like... <laughs> 
It's like, you need a second. <sighs> Stop thinking. I'm taking everything away from you. Yeah. And you're like, um, oh, God. I I don't remember even the <laughs> next word I was going to say. Um, well, through our little vamping here, I have remembered. Okay, so. fantastic. <laughs> um, so this episode will probably come out like in a few months from now. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you guys just wrapped your we first did. season. So that's almost, you know, like a year and a half's time of putting out a season of a show. Yeah. How does that feel to have it done? It, ah, uh, man. It, uh, it's one of those things because, like, my brain never stopped, like, being like, all right, so the finale season. Like, we always knew that we wanted to do the second season. Like, we've done, like, in our home games. Like, there's something about doing, like, the season advancements and, like, playing with those throughout, like, you know, a second season of the game that is just, like, it, 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 it goes very hard. So I was like, I know I want to do a second season. And so, like, the last last maybe three sessions i like so we're guys we're creeping up on this how's everyone feeling like you know do we you, you all think you you want to keep going into another season everyone was of course like hell yeah yes yes we do <laughs> yes and so it's like awesome cool and so as we went into the finale i was like all right brain's just moving on to next season already so it doesn't really feel like it's over mm-hmm. like i know like we've had uh, uh we've had a few weeks off since like we we've recorded anything obviously because we had a uh, 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 wow! See, they're they're my there it is. Now it's your there. turn. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, no, we we did the finale. Oh goodness, that was probably a month and a half ago. That like we longer than that, probably that we that we actually recorded it, yeah. and then I think I, we had maybe two more like episodes already backlogged before that, and so I put those out, and then the finale came out, and so yeah, it's been very long. That I've been out of like running for those guys at the moment, yeah. and I'm like, oh goodness, I, I just miss it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. One, yeah I, I'm sure you had the same thing with with your whole crew over there. Where yeah, because like, we one for my friends. Yeah, we got to, so we the last time we recorded was like November second of last year, um, and then we it took like three or four months for us to get back together and do like a talk back yeah. about the whole season, and so we got back together for that, and we were all like. Oh, I just miss you. I just, why don't we have a Zoom yeah, every yeah, week yeah, anymore? Uh, was April seemed to cry every like two seconds yes. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I actually talked to her yesterday um, to do kind of an interview thing with her as well. And she almost, she's like, okay, everybody knows that I cry as soon as I start talking about my friends. So don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, yeah, your, your, your whole gaggle is incredible. Like... <laughs> They uh, are they are something else. If I if I can I guess deroll the you running a thing for a quote oh, no. just to, to talk. Well, well uh, so I I think the thing that drew me so much to to while uh, while more oh my goodness while more yes yeah yes. um you have such a unique way of running. That's something like I've never experienced before. Well, like, I was gonna say to you that. What, listening to our shows sounds like we're two entirely separate things that well, are happening. See, I, I when I because when I first started listening to your show, I'd left a comment um, on like Apple Podcasts about it as well. Because um, like you've got such an interesting way of like framing your scenes. Because like me, like like I when it comes to like prepping a game, like I I know if I write a bunch of stuff, I'm not going to use it. Like I know things will end up going off the rails, or like I will just like throw out everything and do something different 
Um, so like I go into a game with maybe like a couple of bullet points for everyone, like like a little thing that happens to each of them. Mm-hmm. But like I really just kind of roll with the punches. But like you've got like this very cool way of like you frame a scene pretty tight, but like the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The amount of space you still give them in that small, it, it, like in that sort of self-contained scene is like it's so cool because like you, it's like these small vignettes that they have all the freedom in the world to play with, but like you still frame them in these very like tight spots, and it's very cool. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, I, um, I I I threw you a, a friend of ours in one of my home games of Monster Hearts. He had never run anything before, mm-hmm. and so he talked about that he wanted to kind of do something similarly. So I was like, "You should check out this podcast oh. because it sounds like what you're looking to do." She does really effectively in this this way of like because yeah, you know, he's never run before. I don't think he's used mm-hmm. to quite kind of like the rolling with people just doing crazy stuff so i think yeah. that he, he wanted that safety net of being like i can make a scene and kind of have a little more control over it i'm like if you want to learn like see how to do that masterfully check out this podcast well thank you so much <laughs> that was actually the i think the crazy thing about it is i had never played monster hearts before i ran that season Bulls so awesome. There are, there are a lot of things that I think if I had known more about the game, I would have done differently. But I think that what it did was set up, like, a very specific style and sound yeah. for Well, I, I think so. especially for, like, an actual play. Like, you know, like, I, 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 yeah, in that comment, I put, like, you made it sound like an audio drama. Like, it was, all like, like, a near-scripted thing. I know it wasn't because, like, mm-hmm. I, you could tell, like, the, the very rare times that you let us see, like, kind of the table talky moments of, like, you know, character breaking and you guys laughing and stuff. Like, you know it's not scripted, but, like, it's mm. so good. I don't know how much of that happened in, like, your edit or what, but, like, it yeah. sounds incredible. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I'll... Uh, a lot of a lot of my stuff was like I wrote it, wrote mm-hmm. it out pre going into it because I wanted to make sure that I clearly let them know what was happening in a scene yeah. so that they were able to play off that. So like my stuff scripted out a lot of my exposition type of things. Yeah. Um, but and and a lot of the um the way it sounds was in editing simply because we wanted it to be more audio drama than in actual play in the sense of like you hearing all the dice rolls, seeing mm-hmm. all like the failures and not and like make it a little bit more fast paced. Yeah. Um so a lot of that did happen in editing of cutting that stuff out. But I wanted to leave a little bit in so that you would get like personalities yeah, at the table. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. St- yeah, like you don't want to lose the the that actual play feel, but like yeah, no, I, I right off the bat, because I, I, I think I had technically found your show by mistake at first. Um, so we're um, my uh, a personal group, uh, like we're real big fans of the artist uh, artist Leslie O on the internet. Yeah, we love Leslie. Mm-hmm. Like, like I do it, as well. And and uh, oh god, because I um I don't remember what it was because she and my my wife like have started like chatting just kind of over the internet um and because uh, i think she started listening to these island secrets as well um and uh they do uh a monster hearts thing on youtube mm-hmm. which the name of it is escaping me at the moment well, the first one was monster hearts university and this one is wasteland gospel that one yes yeah. wasteland gospel and so i was like i'm trying to find one of those and i don't i, I messaged nicole and i was like hey because leslie had sent you the files before they went out for you to like lit like check out the show beforehand what is the show and i don't know uh, how uh, but she was like 
queer PG, I think. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'll go check it out. I listened to one episode. I was like, I don't think Leslie is involved in this at all, but I'm all, I'm already in. And so yeah. I devoured, I think at that point you only had nine episodes out and mm-hmm. I devoured those. Uh, I'm a, a scenic carpenter, so I work in a carpentry shop. So I've got like podcasts playing all day. I think I listened to the first five episodes in like one day. And then the next day I was like, all right, back at it. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of how I listened to The Silent Secrets, because while I was editing season one, I didn't have a lot of time to listen to things, but I was yeah. like, I gotta listen to the show, I gotta listen to the show. So when I had free time, I, I was just like rolling through them, just like a binge of a podcast. Um, and that honestly sometimes is a great way to do it, because you then are, st- you're stayed in the story. Yeah, you don't lose stuff. There's so many times where like, I'll listen to something and I'm like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> yeah, and then I'll have to like, go back like an episode or two, but go... Oh, okay, 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 okay. And then go back to where you were. Well, the funny thing is that um, I actually reached out to Leslie O to do our character art for mm-hmm. uh, season one, but she was too busy. So she got me in with one of her friends who does the Plays yeah. the Monster Hearts podcast with them um, or show with them. And so that's how we got our character art. And I think it looks incredible. Yeah, no, I, job, yeah so, it's so good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, shout out Leslie O. You're Yay. incredible. <laughs> Hey, hey, is anyone else out there obsessed with dice? Does anyone out there want to join the I have too many dice sets for my own good club? Or is this going to be a party of one? Because I would be the first to tell you that I have a dice problem. But I don't necessarily think that's the worst problem to have. So if you've got the same mindset, QueerPG has a fun little offer for you. If you head over to FanRollDice.com, you can use our code QueerPG10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. They've got gemstone dice, my personal favorites. They've got wooden dice, they've got metal dice, and a whole bunch of other designs and accessories to fit all of your dice gremlin needs. So, if you find you're itching for something new to add to your collection, head on over to fanrolldice.com and remember, QueerPG10, that's Q-U-E-E-R-P-G-10, at checkout to get 10% off. Have fun rolling! So you also have another show, we've talked about, you mentioned a little bit, um, Another Path, um, but you also have Multiversal Pet Shop. Yeah, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Yeah, yeah. what's so, that about? So uh, it originally came as, um, so like, yeah, when we first started Another Path, um, you know, I had just graduated college, this is 2017, um, and my wife and I, we had gotten jobs with this touring educational theater in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. So we were moving away, and I was like, I'm going to miss my friends so much. Um, and so, like, it, before, like, while, um, me and my friend Griffin were working the, in this cookie shop in our college town, and so, like, I was just kind of pitching this dumb idea out, and I was like, what if we do a show where we just talk about, like, monsters, and if they would make, like, good pets? And so he was like, that's a, that's a fun idea. And so, like, we were just, like, throwing these weird, like, dumb names out at each other. And then we had started our Patreon for for Another Path, you know, and that which became eventually just the Ghostlight Media uh, Patreon. Um, but I was, like, uh, I was said to Chase Greenlee, who's, like, kind of, like, the, 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 the godfather of the network, essentially. And I was like, so if we got to set a goal, if you want, like, put, like, our first goal... It could be the pet, that pet shop idea that Griffin and I have, 
and we'll workshop it and get it going. And so it just became a way originally for me and my friend Griffin just to stay in contact while I was living states away. Um, And yeah, it's just a fun, you know, we started going through the monster manual and obviously we ran out of things on there very quickly. Um, But yeah, it's just talking about like, you know, what a a Grick be like a good pal to just kind of roll around with and like, you know, to curl up in front of, you know, a fire and watch, you know, some Netflix. I don't know. Yeah, was... Uh, was the was Ghostlight Media? I mean, since you guys were all coming from theater and playing games, mm-hmm. was it always supposed to be like a TTRPG production company, or was it like uh, well, supposed yeah, to do a bunch of different things? Well, it's yeah, it started with you know just the one actual play, yeah. like the network wasn't a thing yet, um, and then along the way. Um, Chase, you know, we we started doing started doing Pet Shop, which you know at that point it was just kind of a separate thing, um, separate podcast that we were kind of doing under another path. Um, and then Chase was also doing this other side thing called Shakespeare, where uh, he, his wife, and then a couple of their friends would sit around drink beer, talk about Shakespeare. Um, and so they were working through the, that whole that whole catalog. Um, and then also along the way, our friend Zan, he started a podcast um, called Imprinted Echoes, which is, they play Numenera, which is um, a, the cipher system by Monty okay. Cook Games. Um, and so it was like, we have all of these shows that we're all kind of working on. Do we just kind of want to put them under one umbrella, make it a thing? And we're all theater artists. And so it was like, Ghostlight Media would be fun. And so, yeah, and so just, yeah, it it became just a bunch of little things that we just put it all together. It's a lot easier that way. And uh, luckily we had uh, Chase who was working as a banker at the time, so he knew how to set up, like, business accounts and stuff. And so he's like, awesome, I can put, just make one account, and then everything kind of, that, you know, the money from Patreon just kind of funnels out to wherever it needs to. And, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it it became, it was a bunch of things that became one thing. And, uh, yeah. Are you guys looking at um, expanding? I mean, you already have like five or six shows. Yeah, we've got. Oh God, I'm do. I'm trying to think of them all. Yeah, we've got what, TSS, Another Path, Imprinted Echo, Shakespeare, By the Ghostlight. Yeah, it's like yeah, six shows at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, it's we like we have no shortage of ideas and yeah. or uh, people that we they have been like they do this really cool show and they're independent. If we want to maybe try to pull, uh, we're just trying. Yeah, uh, 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 Patreon money only goes so far. As you oh know. no, I totally and understand. So, yeah, yes. when it comes to yeah, your your hosting and like uh, our podcast essentially at the moment just kind of pay for themselves, which mm-hmm. like I mean like is not a bad place to get to. Like it's like yeah, awesome. No. We're at least not because like Chase God. God love him. Uh, really, uh, I think things it would not have gotten this far if Chase wasn't like, yeah, I've got this, I got this, I got this, and so we were like, thank you. So the first while of like once we started getting the Patreon to a certain level, it was like, all right, I am recouping a little bit of the money I threw into this. Everybody, we're like, yes, Chase, take take some money, please. Yes, please, please. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just kind of a self sufficient thing now, which is great. You know, we're not uh, pulling in that McElroy money. But... Oh, definitely not. Uh, but yeah, yeah, as long as you can kind of break even, I think that's really yeah, helpful nice. yeah, so. yeah everything that the hosting kind of pays for itself and then um and then yeah yeah and then uh you know also on the side my wife also has kind of like her own small kind of thing she does because my wife you know of the many skills she has also does like audio like writes audio dramas so her and her friend mariah the, well mariah from tss are, have been writing audio dramas under the name center stage collective which is also another group of theatery people doing theatery things online. Yeah, yeah. We just need, you know, more of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, theater theater nerds are the, the best folks I've yeah. found. Yeah, 100%. Um, you, you get the bad stigma from being a high school theater nerd, but then when you 
yeah. uh, grow out of that, you realize, oh, wait a second. Dedicated, creative, and want to just make stuff. Yeah, so, here we yeah. are. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a, a plan for season two of TSS? I've got a plan. I'm not yeah. telling the others too much well, about, you... <laughs> but, but yeah, no, um, yeah, we going to be like same. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, same... yes, season two, same character, yeah. same setting. Um, gotcha. I think the yeah the plan for the most part. So we're going to do a, a whole another full season with this cast in in Harbor Vale still, and then I think after that's done, I think Nicole's actually going to take the reins of running for Ooh. a bit, which I'm Good. excited because I haven't gotten to play with Marcus and, and Freddie at all. I play with mm-hmm. Mariah you know, all the time because. That she's in one of our home games, but like, yeah, I haven't gotten to play with those two, and I'm real excited. So I know that's it's probably another two yeah, year and a half, two years from now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so still like, very I'm going to be excited it. to play way back then. W- 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 yeah. Yeah. So far from now, <laughs> I, I, I bug I bug Nicole all the time. I'm like, I already have I already have my my character ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. <laughs> That's what always happens. Somebody's like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this game, and everybody makes their characters. It's like, I've got a character. And then it never doesn't happen. <laughs> but this hopefully will actually uh, come yeah. to fruition. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Did you uh, – well, I mean, I know that you're from Ohio because yeah. we've chatted a little bit. We have chatted a little bit. Ohio. Yeah, so wild. It's so weird from, like, the, literally the same area, too. Yeah. Um, but so why did you guys set it where you set it? Um. Well, I uh, – uh, uh, I, to talk about my wife probably too much but um we've created Listen, uh yeah, we've created so uh like our group of friends have wrote so many like skins for monster hearts in the past um and nicole specifically had written the one that she's playing for this one the raven which you know based off you know the, the edgar Allan poe mm-hmm. uh, sort of vibe and so i was like ooh, that sort of misty new england sort of vibe was great um uh, and then main, uh, I haven't even told the cast about this, so you're getting an exclusive. We're actually tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we're doing like our season wrap up, so this will probably okay. come up for that too. Um, but the the have you finished the the whole season at all? Yes, I have. Things for? All right, cool. I have. So so Toktar, the 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 big great old one, bad bad boy, um, came from originally it was a. Um, like a a sketch that Nicole and I had written. Like there was, it was the summer after we graduated, and we were really bored. So we were like, well, "Let's do. We just want to like make some dumbass like videos." And we wrote one called Big Day. And Big Day, it starts off like you know this girl's like getting ready for a wedding. You know she's walking around town. She's running into the townspeople. Everyone's like, "Oh, are you excited for tonight?" And it's like, "Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Don't worry. Like he can't run away at this point." <laughs> like a bunch of sort of innocuous things. You're like, "Oh, she's getting married." Um, um, but then she gets there and it's like her initiation to this dark cult where she has to sacrifice someone. <laughs> um, and so the, the the being that she's sacrificing to is is the great Lord Toktar, peace be unto him. Um, and, uh, and somewhere along the way, the mythos uh, uh, of Toktar developed. We had some friends who were at Gen Con. And they were, um, like, walking down the street going to dinner, and they had seen, like, I'm assuming a seafood place, but it was just called The Boiling. And so someone was like, The Boiling, Tokta, The Boiled God. (laughs) And I was like, that's incredible. And so I was like, Misty New England Town, Boiled God. So Boiled God makes me think of, like, what, crab? Lobster? You know what lobster makes me think of? Maine. (laughs) 
And so it started from the dumbest bit. That's um, really that funny. I went, and then I, I think I said, peace be unto him earlier in the season. And Nicole went, what did you just say? <laughs> This sounds really familiar for me. Why is this? Well, it was like, because I said that, I looked at her face and she's like. (laughs) And no one else knew what I was talking about. So so I was like, Nicole's going to get this, but no one, she's not going to say anything. It's like an inside joke that actually became an outside joke. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yep. That, that's yeah. the, the the basis of it. Yes, it was a, a dumb goof that we made from a YouTube video that maybe twelve people have seen um, to uh, a thing that I've put on a podcast that people in France listen to. So. That's wild. It's kind of wild how big an audience can be for a podcast, and in such like places where you're like, how yeah. did, how did you find this thing? Uh, yeah, there was a bit there. I think we talked about it on the show at one point. Like we were like like top ten in like. Uh, uh, like Austria at yeah, one I remember point, that. and yeah. I'm like, "How? How?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of our cast members of season two is from Barcelona. And I yeah, was like, how did you find our casting our, call? Yeah. <laughs> the internet but. makes the world so much smaller, especially mm-hmm. when you know, like when you're involved in like a, like. I know it's like a, a pretty widespread community, but like a TTRPG is still a very like niche place. So yeah. like, yeah, it's it's like not there's a hard... ton of people in a very small area. Is yeah, what, is what t- being a TTRPG creator feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, um, man. so I do you have a uh, timeline you're looking for for season two for for like, to, to start for, for, to begin? Yeah, well, so yeah. um. Obviously, we're supposed to have a, a release on the Tuesday after this, which I believe is June thirteenth. Tw- um, we are going to skip that one, um, and we, yeah. So we may either either skip one release or two releases. You know, in the meantime, uh, we're going to put our sort of uh, season end vibe up for uh, for the Patreon. So if anyone wants to join the Patreon, it's at patreon.com. Does anyone want to join the Patreon for these silent secrets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to probably throw that up there, and then maybe, like, a few months later we'll drop that for, you know, the public consumption yeah. as well. Um, but then, yeah, we're like the the hope is to jump right into it. Um, so, like, yeah, like I said, we're going to record this thing tonight and do like our session zero for season two, um, like talk about season advancements and that sort of a thing. And then we'll probably end up setting the day to record the sure, first buddy. the first couple uh, yes uh, episodes um, of the season. So hopefully, people won't have to wait long. My guess is probably either end of, end of June here or beginning of July. We'll we'll be we'll be right back at it. So well, then if that is the case, uh, anybody listening to this episode, you can go listen to a f- couple episodes of the second season of These yeah. Kind of Secrets. Yeah, fing- fing- fingers crossed, <laughs> it's already out for you, yeah. and um, it's trucking along. And if not, start at the beginning, guys. Yeah, so much go. To- Why did you guys choose the every other week? Was it just like time constraints Uh, with everybody's schedules? No. um, So we, uh, when we first started uh, uh, doing podcast stuff, like we were like, oh, obviously the McElroy way is the way we have to do this, right? And so it was like every other week. And then it's just, you know, um, because I feel like when it came to uh, Wildmore, like, did you record everything and then start putting the episodes out, or like? Yeah. So, well, I guess yeah, the... it sounded like you you did the season and then started putting the season out. Yeah. So the 
We premiered on the 31st in our last recording session for the finale or for the epilogue that we did mm-hmm. was like two days after that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're very much a like we'll um, like we're recording as we're going essentially. So, like, you know, we'll record like, you know, two and a half hours of, you know, a session, which I normally split into about two episodes. Um and so, and it's somewhere along that line, like, it's like, all right, well, you know, uh, like, maybe, like, a week after the first chunk comes out, we'll schedule our next session and just kind of, like, we'll record one, a couple will go out, and we just kind of, when we can record, we record one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it leaves, I guess, a little also space to, like, all right, so we recorded last week, I've got, you know, another, you know, week to kind of get this episode together. So it definitely leaves some space to breathe in the editing standpoint. Did you edit all all of your episodes? Yeah, or? so I think because it's just me, mm-hmm. um, like, I do the audio editing, the sound design, mm-hmm. all of that type of thing. Um, it takes quite a bit of time, and so I... It would not have been feasible to do our weekly release schedule if we yeah. had done it bi-weekly. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, because this second season, um, we will still be recording when the episode. Oh, like so as you're be, going. Gotcha. Yeah, like we've got a few in the in the bag so far, but we will be recording yeah. like the last half of the season while the first half is coming out. Yeah, yeah. I also <laughs> very much luck out in that it's like I like I have the ability to hyper focus on like the like trimming the dialogue and making that seem snappy i am terrible at like music scoring and so mm-hmm. I, i'm very lucky that nicole's like yeah just send it to me i'll score things and so like so i do that 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 first big chunk get her intros and outros kind of put in and then i send it to her and she does the cool does she actually things. write some of this stuff for you guys um i think it... she has but she finds a lot of stuff on just like royalty free like, yeah like, free music archive or whatever it's called just yeah so she just browses around finds some you know free stuff but she has I, I believe there's a few things that she's just kind of whipped out she's a whiz when it comes to garage band it's crazy oh yeah i i do not have that skill i'm yeah. not in my wheelhouse yeah no i uh i am a uh, I, i'm pretty good at like a couple things and my wife is very good at many many things and so <laughs> i'm like you know what you're i, I like that here yeah um <laughs> But, um, but yeah, no, like it started with, yeah, just, um, it was like, all right. So we were, like I said, we were all very, uh, into the adventure zone. I was like, yeah, you know, they, they alternate between it's like, you know, adventure zone, the bim, bam, you know, and they just kind of alternate. And so we were like, we'll do every uh, other week for another path. And then pet shop started happening. And so that was like our every other week, you know, every week we have something mm-hmm. coming out, but the shows would all alternate. And as we've added more and more shows in, it's just like, we don't want, Shows, especially if they like are on the same day, like you know, we've got. I think it's by the ghost. Like comes out the opposite Tuesday that we do, and mm-hmm. so it's like we don't want like two of our shows to be launched on the same day. It's a, like, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, it's easier for us. You know, you know, make sure that like if one one episode of something goes out, there's not another episode like overshadowing it or something. Um, yeah, but yeah. I think I fully forgot what the original question was. It was just, I just asked why you guys chose to do bi-weekly. Oh, yeah. And I think the idea was, or the, the consensus was, the Macklemore's did it. Yeah, the, the Macklemore's <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah. the, the, the did it, so why not? 
Uh, I uh, that was a weird Freudian slip for me, the Macklemore? rapper Macklemore. <laughs> yeah, hey, we love Macklemore, right? Oh, do we? I don't know. <laughs> we love I don't Macklemore, know if that's a right? widespread. Um, I don't know. The song "Dance Off" featuring Idris Elba goes way too hard. I, um, have, I have not heard that. You need to look that song up immediately. <laughs> it's got Idris Elba, the actor, in it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I heard that. And I was immediately like, what? Wait, what? What am I hearing? <laughs> It's a very strange song. Well, yeah, I I don't think I, that that to me is the same vein of like when Vin Diesel put out music randomly a couple years ago. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, sorry that I had to be the person to tell Oof. you. This. Is it all? I think about it was family? only one song. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's called "The Fast and the Furious." Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I gotta say, I saw the new one, just kind of, I was bored, and so I went and saw it. Oh my god, the, it, the Jason Momoa slaps and everything. Yeah. yeah. I have thought about just watching all of them for no reason. Dude, that, I, go for it. If I ever hey, had the time. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift is kind of, kind of bangs. <laughs> I don't know anything about them, except that none of them, that they, the cast in, to, in its entirety, none of their uh, familiar relationships make sense, because none of them look alike. Yeah. Yeah, except for, like, they tried to make just, like, a bald guy one time be Vin Diesel's twin, but he was just a bald guy that didn't look like Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, it's John Cena's Vin Diesel's brother. Oh, is that yeah, it? John oh, it's John Cena. John Cena's okay. his brother. Yeah, I think that was, he was the bad guy in the last movie, because every bad mm-hmm. guy ends up becoming family. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's very TTRPG coded. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, so now that you are creating a ton of stuff... Um, do you ever actually get to play home games anymore? Oh, um, Kenzie, I'm in too many home games. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, so the, the, so the, the first group I started playing Monster Hearts with, we've played on Tuesdays for about, uh, pretty much since lockdown happened. Um, because yeah, you know, I guess much like you, I saw that, that critical role one shot, you know, it, right around Valentine's day, right before the, the big bad lockdown happened at the beginning of March. Um, those like two three weeks i would not shut up about monster hearts um i uh it was my last couple of weeks working at a panera bread um and i worked there with my friend griffin and he uh, uh told me to shut up so many times um i was very excited about this game and then i uh took a long-term subbing position at the toledo school for the arts um, so we fought, uh, covering for their middle school theater teacher who's going out on maternity leave. I was there for maybe 10 days and then we went fully online. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, me and then two, and then, uh, um, a husband wife duo that are uh, some good friends of ours, Zan and Carlin. Um, they also worked at that school. Um, and then also my wife was in grad school and then, you know, other people, we had Griffin who worked at Panera Bread still. We had Jason who worked at the, in the, one of the restaurants at the, um, Hollywood Casino in Toledo. And so all of us were like, we have so much free time now. Yeah. And so like, let's try this other game. And everyone was like, yeah, maybe we'll try a new system. And I was like, guys, <laughs> Griffin guys. was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Well, and everyone was like, I don't want to play this high school monster game. And Zan, God God love him, was like, I'll run, like, a three-shot for you guys. And we're like, I was like, yes, thanks, Zan. Thanks, Zan. Thanks, Zan. I love you. Um, and he ran three games. And we were like, this is really fun. And so he was like, we'll do, we'll, we'll make it, like, a five-shot. And then we did a full season. And then we did a second season of those characters. Um, and I think we're on, uh, like, Ten campaigns later, uh, we're still going with that group, which I am currently running for that one. Um, 
So yeah, double dipping on the MSing Monster Hearts mm-hmm. train. But uh, I've got one game that I, I'm playing in tonight. Um, and then, uh, there's one that's been on a bit of hiatus because we were, uh, different people were in shows that have all been sort of staggered. So it was like, we're like tech week, tech week, tech week, tech week. And so it's, you know, we, we haven't been able to play that one for like a month or so, but we're hopefully playing that one again soon. So I'm in like... I don't know how you game. have the time because, um, like, I, I I don't socialize outside of work. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, all of my <laughs> friends it. live uh you know hours from me. I also live forty five minutes away from where I work, so it's like anyone I'd want to hang out with, I don't want to drive forty five minutes. Yeah. So I'll hang out with my friends online. There you uh, go. So this is my like, socializing. I you know I think just like I I run a, an in person game um for some friends. I play in an online one um, weekly. Both of, of these the Monster games are, Hearts? Uh, no, these are both D&D. Okay. Um, and then I, my friend just reached out to me. He was like, hey, we're trying to do another D&D in-person game like once a month. And we were all sending our schedules and none of them line up. Yeah, that's the um, worst. So I just don't know how I, I commend you and I'm jealous of you. Um, I also found that if I want to play games that aren't D&D, I got to do it on the pod because there's not like – not a ton of my well, uh, in, like my friends are like, we want to do anything but D&D. Because everyone knows D&D, so everybody yeah. can just like play it. That's kind of how it is. Which I get. Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk. I'll get okay. you something. I'm in. We'll talk. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 get, we'll get Tartaglione in the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that guy. I, I just, I really fucking love Monster Hearts. There's, yeah, uh, I do too. I don't know what it is. Because I've, like, I'm very, I, I love Wander Home as well. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing for season two. I have been putting feelers out in other games, um, mm-hmm. specifically researching for the podcast. And there are a ton of them that I really, really like, but there's just something about Monster Hearts specifically it's, that is at my just, top. It, I don't know. It fosters like so much trust at the table. Like, like it, that group I play with on Tuesday, like, you know, yeah, especially my friend Zan and Carlin. Like I, you know, I'd been close to my friend Griffin for years, but uh, like Zan and Carlin and like me and my wife, like we were like we were friends. Like we played in D and D groups together, and like we were, but like we are nowhere near as close as we are. Like after playing Monster Hearts together for so long, it's just it's it's one of those games you've got to trust the people that you're playing with. Like you know, you're handling such like intense stuff mm-hmm. that yeah, and it it fosters so much like exploration. Like like I like you know. My, uh, uh, I feel like playing this game has taken, you know, my sense of, like, what masculinity is and just changed it. Like, I, before, I don't think I'd be walking around with painted nails. Yeah, I, 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 you know what's interesting about the painted nails yeah. thing is I know a lot of guys who play D&D who now paint their nails and I, or play TTRPGs who now paint their nails. And I don't know if it is a being able to just explore creativity more or if it's a matthew mercer effect well uh before matthew mercer i feel like travis mcelroy actually well like like he'd been painting his nails for a year then yeah Yeah. both matt and sam are are painting their nails but yeah i mean it's one of those things it's like i've got these things on my hands that like are so boring all the time and it's like so if i can put some color on them why the fuck not yeah but yeah i mean it's just like the game is just a a good place to just you know explore who you are like you know if you'd asked me a couple years ago like i was like yeah i'm so Straight, straight like I'm definitely uh, uh, nowhere near as straight as I thought I was. Um, that happens. We were we were talking about it, like you know, all the the character art that we use for things. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this game's really uh, altered the way I feel about like how like uh, what I find attractive in people, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm so fucking here for it. 
<laughs> yeah. I I mean I love I love the transformative nature yeah. of games like this. Um but we are coming to the end of our hour of here. Um and I thought that what would be fun to close us out is if you had like a memorable or fun memory from a moment from a table that you've played at that like really sticks out oh yeah oh i've got too many to count no the 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 big one uh it's one of my favorites Um, i i love like you can ask anyone i play with i love like interplayer conflict like the the my, some of my favorite moments I always think back on are the ones like where me and a friend of mine are like screaming our heads off at each other and then like you know like afterwards we're like I love you I love you I love you I love you so much <laughs> but no um I so like when we had moved back from Miss, uh, Minnesota we had you know joined back in with that group you know, the, the the game group you know which the had game. evolved and lost people and gained people and changed the you know, the system so they were playing five E at the moment. Um, and that campaign had already been going on for about a year and a half. Like these, you know, it, it, like off and on, like characters had switched in and stuff. But um, so me and my wife came back, you know, we were playing in this game. We obviously like our characters were kind of the outsiders. You know, we hadn't been with this party forever. Um, but uh, there was a bit between me and Chase Greenley, who's, you know, like, like I said, the godfather of, of Ghostlight Media, where something was happening and he told my character like, hey, this isn't your fight. And, like, at that point, like, he had been with these people. He'd, like, you know, resurrected them. And so, like, there was just this, like, you know, like, you could tell the whole room was like, oh, shit, he did not just say that. <laughs> and so me and him were just, like, laying into each other. About, you know, it's, it's, it's so funny how you, like, you know, the, the emotions of someone who doesn't exist just mm-hmm. feel you. And so, yeah, it was just this moment of, like, you know, he, like, you could tell he had a moment of, like, I just said the wrong thing. Oh, no. <laughs> But then and, you lean into it, you know? No, definitely. And, yeah. and it's, yeah, you know, we, we sat there and screamed at each other. You know, some people finally like, got to start, you know, break it up. And then there was a moment of, like, everyone was like, I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's just, those moments are so great. Like, I mean, like, how, like, how could you test a friendship? Like, fucking, you know, like, be like, fuck you. And then two seconds later, be hugging the shit out of someone. Because, like, it was such, like, just a cool moment that happened. Yeah. I love. I also really love interpersonal oh, relationships. I love or, or, my or conflict um, in games. And my favorite thing is, I think I've noticed it a bit like more because I've been watching the newest season of uh, Dimension Twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because it's politically focused, yeah. like all of those PCs are inside checking one another. Yeah, and then constantly. to contrast, yeah, but then to contrast that with Critical Role, where like once they get into their group. They don't often insight check one another. Yeah. Like if somebody says something, you take them at their word, even if they're even if they might be lying. And then later on, that deception comes back and bites everyone in the ass, which Big I really time. like. I really like. Yeah, no, it's right. Um, so I'm kind of on the edge here about like whether you call for checks against uh, PCs yeah. because I kind of like the idea of not doing it, and then you just having to exist in this space where somebody is choosing to lie to you and you just will never know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Now I'm like, I just want to play, like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to play tonight. I do get so. to play tonight. I do get to play tonight. It'll be great. Well, thank you so much Absolutely. for coming on and chatting today. This has been awesome. I've loved this. This is so nice. Yeah, so fun. Um, for everybody who is watching and or if you're on a Patreon watching or listening if you're not, um, go check out These Silent Secrets Please. and everything Ghostlight Media is producing and making over there um but this is the end of this and until next time bye everybody bye
Hey everyone! In upcoming episodes, you'll be able to hear more about our cast, who are creatives in their own right, as well as some other creators within the TTRPG space. If you want to see the video versions of these interviews or get early access to them, you can check out our Queerio tier on patreon.com queerpg. You can follow QueerPG on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod. QueerPG is made possible by all of you who listen and share the show, so if you like what you hear, please rate and review. It helps other people find the podcast. If you're interested in seeing transcripts for the episodes, all of those from previous episodes and episodes to come can be found on our website, QueerPG.com. Until next time.